Well, in sports, it's the same thing. Two men in the booth. One is calling the play. Exactly what you're seeing on the field, whether it's a handoff, a pass, a first down, a touchdown. He's just telling you the facts. But it's the guy sitting next to him, the analyst, who gets to be the clown, who gets to be the star, who gets to be the comedian. And nobody did it better as a straight man than Pat Summerall, the guy who was sitting next to him, initially was a man who was very much like him. And it was a great duo, but it was a better duo when the guy sitting next to him wasn't just like him, but was actually different. And that was John Madden. Let's listen to Pat Summerall. Let's go to number 10 first, Steve Pellett. There's a lot of play-by-play guys. And when you hear them talk to us, well, I got to lead the analyst. I'll help him. I'll lead him. Well, you don't help him by leading him. You help him by letting him look at the whole field and see where he's going to go. And then at the end, you tag it. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot. And boom, the ball's there right again between the eight and the nine. Oh, is he happy. What a throw from Anderson. That was his natural way. And I don't know that that's really understood today. I don't know that that's ever been understood. He was willing to be the straight man to John Madden's show. And that says a lot about a guy and how secure he was. How did Pat Summerall get into the business? He was a football player. He was a kicker. And he kicked one of the most legendary kicks in all of football when he played for the New York Giants. You got to realize in the late 50s, there were no color commentators. There were no analysts like we have today. The stem cell, the Groucho Marx, was Pat Summerall. And it all happened because television and NFL films came at the beginning of the NFL. And they needed someone to broadcast the game. Well, the good-looking Marlboro man for the New York Giants was their quarterback, Charlie Connerly. That's who CBS wanted with this brand new idea of having a football player in the booth telling you what happened. Well, guess who Charlie Connolly, the good-looking quarterback for the Giants, roommate was? It was Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall heard the phone ring. Charlie Connolly was not there at the time. He was out and about on, ta- on the town, and he picked up the phone. And on the other end of the phone was CBS says, listen, we're looking for Charlie Connolly, but you know what, Pat Summerall? You sound like you got a great voice. Maybe you'll come down for the audition. And Pat Summerall did. And it changed his life, and it changed our lives. That fortuitous moment of opportunity. Let's listen to Jim Nance tell us how Pat Summerall got started. Number one. Pat kind of slipped into the business. It was truly fate. He was sharing an apartment with some of his Giants teammates, and they were looking for Charlie Connerly. It was a call from WCBS in New York. And when Pat answered with that beautiful voice of his... He was asked, by the way, why don't you come on down and audition? This is the attraction of pro football. Summerall got the job. Now, let's check the scores from yesterday. First of all, the Yankees had a good Sunday and beat the Senators at D.C. Stadium in Washington. Tommy Trash drove in four runs, and Ruben Amaro hit his first home run of this year. There you're hearing Pat Summerall just reading the news, but you can already hear that voice and the cadence of his voice 
how he emphasizes certain words, punctuates the sentences with his voice. But that's all raw material. As time goes on, he gets better and better at it. Let's go to number two. In 1970, Pat was paired with Tom Brookshire on NFL Films This Week in Pro Football. Hey, Tom, I got a riddle for you. Okay. What is green, can't score, and is not welcome at home? Uh, you really know how to hurt a guy, <laughs> don't you, Pat? You know, they were kindred spirits. I think they saw that right off. As Will Rogers once said, Tom, I never met a man I didn't like. But obviously, he never met a coach <laughs> on game day. The problem with that, t that tandem was that they were two of the same, two characters. But that doesn't work as well as when you have a straight man and a comedian. But they were terrific because it was so brand new. Let's go to number three. <laughs> 